Sometimes the story behind a play is almost as interesting as the piece itself. In this segment, the director, playwright, and actor on a production of the play Solo let us know the background story. By the way, you'll find part of Solo in another part of this podcast. But now, here's director Steve Rankin about the play. Ten years ago, or I, I don't even know really how long ago Bob Barnett wrote the piece, but ten years ago when Fred Sanders first performed it, um, it was done uh, on the wave of the boom of the economy and the boom of these sort of Tony Robbins types characters that came in uh, uh, giving everybody cheerleading on how to run, be good CEOs for their companies and all of this really uh, um, intense input on cheering people up and teaching them how to succeed in business in particular, how to be cutthroat and how to be, you know, just go for the bottom line, you know, and to really do it and be successful or get out of town playwright Bob Burnett. But for example, in, in Solo, um, many years ago, when I was a starving playwright, starving young playwright, um, I was desperate for work, and as many of us have done in our lives, answered a couple, a couple of ads. One in particular was a sales job for some company that I was living in Philadelphia at the time that offered great promise, great return and attended a, a sales meeting similar to what is portrayed in the play. Um, I remember almost instantaneously feeling like I was trapped and stayed feeling like I couldn't wait to get out of this place. But I also felt emotionally manipulated. Actor Fred Sanders. Well, sure. The cliché is, and it's, it's a cliché because it's true, that I, I think to give a really full performance, you have, to be on the, uh, you have to be on the character's side. Just like I am in real life, I'm on my side. I'm not uh, a monster, even when I act monstrously. I'm just a human being. So to find the truly human in any character you play uh, is to really um, allow the audience to, uh, uh, to enjoy what you're doing. Because again, the moment that you lose your humanity, you're simply a um, stick figure, you're some, somebody easily dismissed, uh, and then you no longer have the impact. And then the audience that may have been traveling with you goes, I'm, oh, I'm not with you anymore, buddy. Oh, you know, and you, you essentially you're letting the audience and, and the playwright down. So I do think the trick is to inhabit the character, which means seeing it from their point of view. Bob and Fred on this being a one-person play. If I had, in, in, in Solo, had created those other salespeople in the room, the play would have been about the interaction. And the audience would then be essentially observers. And the nature of the interaction would be, about, would be the drama. By dropping those characters out, we as an audience member have to create those characters in our own head. And, you know, part of theater, the magic of theater is it's let's make believe. So I'm taking it to a different level because, indeed, the audience creates those people in their minds, which in a way are much more vivid than if I had write, written those parts. What was great about this role was being able to walk on stage alone uh, and be in control of this incredible experience as if it were really happening. The illusion here is that the audience is actually at this sales meeting. Though I can't 
actually take everything that the audience does as if it's really happening in the sales meeting. For example, sometimes when they laugh, I have to not hear it. Otherwise, you, the guy would have to say, you think that's funny? And that's not in the script. That's not what the play's about. So for the play to have its own integrity and tell its story, sometimes I as a character had to imagine certain things were happening in the room that weren't. However, I could often use the feeling of the actual audience and how unsettled they were or how engaged they were to fuel me on as the character. And that was, that's very exciting. So that's the background on Solo. You can also listen to several minutes of their production of this play in another part of this podcast. When you do, now you know what the creators had on their minds when they made it.